The Cairo for Moms podcast is a podcast dedicated towards women and children. We will be sharing tips, tricks, and stories from the clinic to help you. All right, today I'm here with Anna. Anna was a patient throughout her pregnancy, her first pregnancy. She had a beautiful little boy. Um, But Anna is also a NICU nurse. So I don't think a lot of people know my story yet, but we had to be in the NICU with Bowdoin for two weeks. So I want to talk a little bit about like what it's like to be in the NICU, Um, especially because I wasn't expecting that. You know, I knew obviously like once my labor started that there was a really good chance that he was going to be in the NICU because he's only 35 weeks, but um, it can just be like a long haul for a lot of parents and a lot of unknowns. So, um, Anna, can you just give us a little bit, like, just give us some advice on, you know, how long you've been a NICU nurse um, and maybe just like kind of just something to ease new moms' minds maybe. Yeah, so um, I have been working at Maple Grove Hospital for a little over four years now in the NICU, Um, and I just love it. It's so fun. It's like such a hard time for moms, obviously, (laughs) to have their babies in the NICU, but it's like the most exciting, rewarding experience to help um, that bridge between having a new baby, help moms in that process. and then being able to see them all go home is so exciting. So not every job does that. I worked in ICU, a different ICU, adult ICU before then, and I never got to see my patients leave. So this has been like so fun. And a Um, little bit fun too, because I know it was hard for you to go back. It's always hard to go back to work as a new mom. Oh yeah. So this is kind of like a little transition, like, hey, I can go back because you're part-time now. Yep. So I'm part-time. Um, and yes, it's so fun to go back and like see people and snuggle babies. My baby is growing so fast. So he's not really a baby anymore. He's crawling everywhere. So, (laughs) so fun. Yeah. So, and I will say that it was bittersweet leaving. Like I was so overjoyed to be leaving, but I will remember those nurses for the rest of my life. Like I might tear up thinking about it because like just had such I'm hormone, like postpartum hormones, are real. Yeah. but like, they were so amazing. I loved every single one of them. Like, I want to go and give them the world. <laughs> and I know that they felt the same way, you know, like I know, especially like the night nurses, I know like their job, like they're used to, you guys are used to working nights, mm-hmm. um, but that was like the hardest for moms, I feel like. Um, and so I literally love every single one of them. And I wish I could go back and thank every single one of them. <laughs> Yeah, and I've always worked nights. I I feel like a lot of breakdowns happen with moms at nights, but it's like yeah. so fun to like actually connect with them and support them through that. It's like, I mean, everyone's like exhausted then. And so it's nice to just be like, oh my gosh, just sleep. I will help. I can help feed. I can do whatever, you know, like change a diaper. You don't have to change every diaper, you know? Right. So, which is so fun. Yeah. So what would you say? for like to reassure moms because it's just a scary time like you know we were thankful like I knew there was an end goal I knew there was an end date um but like just give me like just give us um a little bit of advice on how to ease the mind in the NICU or like what can moms do parents do um to really kind of like pass that time a little bit 
Yeah, so um, everyone's story of going to the NICU obviously is different. Some moms um, are sitting in the hospital and Noel expect to um, stay with us. And then some moms, um, they come in and deliver, you know, even a term baby 40 weeks and all of a sudden they're in the NICU because their baby's having respiratory issues or something like that. So I think that first that first um, period is always just emotional and honestly have your emotions. That's what I always say. Like, please just have your emotions. Don't hold back. Like we get it. We don't want to see your baby in here either, but it just is what it is. Um, so that and, and like, they're in the best place. Yes. Like that's they're telling me they're exactly. you're in the best place. <laughs> Yeah, like that's, we don't want to take your baby unless they need us. So right. <laughs> that's the only reason why that we're, you know, there. Um, so just like to know that, you know, and we're there all the time. You can call any time of the day. Like we have moms call at 3 a.m. They're pumping and they're just like, I just want to like know how they're doing. And I'm like, of course, like that, we don't care. Call anytime, check on them. Um, but yeah, I, I would say like just another advice piece going off of that and is like once you're, you know, there settled um, is like there's never an end date, right? So a lot of times like we try to guess when babies are going to leave us. Um, some babies obviously only stay really short stays and some are there for months. So just really realizing that there's gonna be ups and downs um, and every, almost every stay there is an up and a down, um, but, um, just rejoice and enjoy those ups moments. And then, um, in those down moments, realize that that's completely normal. Yeah, no, I, I love that, that that's, it's completely normal because yeah. <laughs> in the moment, you know, like you think like, and I'm not making this all about me this time. <laughs> I love talking about birth and whatever, but mm -hmm. yes, it's like you're not the only one going through it. Yes. And, yes. And, and I think that's a hard piece right now with COVID. Um, a lot of times we try to get all our moms together that are, you know, staying at our hospital, oh, that's try cool. to do groups, try to do like pizza nights and stuff and have people connect. But with COVID, you know, it's a little harder to build that. Um, so making sure, you know, that you realize there's a lot of people there. <laughs> yeah. And my family kept reassuring me. They're like, Cause I have two little boys that, you know, older boys and they're like, you need this time with the baby. Like you probably yeah. wouldn't have gotten this time. So yeah, yeah. for sure. And like on that side too, some people don't have the support of their family. And I just like want to ease their comfort. Like if your baby is in the NICU for a while, go home, like hug your other kiddos because they miss you. And that's okay too. Like there's no shame. There's no shame of leaving the hospital. Like we get it. We understand. We support you through that. So, yeah. I mean, it's honestly like, I think I left a couple of times, even to run to target across the street. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a nice mental break. Like I tried to get sure. walk every day and just give myself that mental break of, you know, phantom hearing the beeps and all that from yeah. the monitors. I was just going crazy. More like those balls are going to start closing in on you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, 
Okay. Do you want to talk about your pregnancy and delivery? Since, I mean, like, that's like what you're in. I mean, not necessarily delivery. Yeah. So I was a little nervous. Like, I mean, I know everything that can go wrong, you know, and there's plenty of healthy pregnancies out there. Let's, let's be honest. But I was just like, oh my gosh, this could happen. This could happen. Right. Yeah. Cause you know, the ins and outs and it's a little bit harder sometimes. Like it was your first, so you knew what to expect, but you didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Um, so yes. you came and got adjusted. How were you like 20 weeks? I want to say I started getting adjusted around 20 weeks. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And, and then I, I came once a month until the end. And then I was coming every week. Yes. And had you had, you had had chiropractic a little bit before. Um, before. like I once in a while, but not much. Yeah. Um, I had like two years previous to getting pregnant. I was painting our entire house and I like strained my back. So after that, I had, I had ended up going to the chiropractor for a while. Okay. Um, and then during my pregnancy, I had, um, some back pain, um, just from tailbone pain. Yeah. 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 So then you, but you had kind of a long labor if I remember. So, um, Long and short, I guess some people probably would be like, oh, you had yeah. 24 hours, you know, less than 24 hours. But right. yeah, so um, I was actually, it was my due date, um, which is crazy. Yeah, so it was my due date and I went for a walk that morning and I, when I was on my walk, I was like, wow, I don't know if I'm going to make it home. <laughs> oh no. I was like, I'm kind of uncomfortable, which is never, I was walking every day. Like, yeah, you were super day. active. Yeah. So, um, and working out every day. So I was just like, wow, this is like kind of uncomfortable, which is weird. Um, so I came home and I told my husband and he's like, oh, you're fine. Just go put your feet up or whatever. Um, but then around like noon, one-ish, um, I started timing my contractions because I was like, well, now I kind of feel like, you know, it's happening. And I had no Braxton Hicks before then or anything. So I was pretty sure it was labor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then, so then I labored at home till around like six, went in to the hospital and I was a four and a half. Um, So I got to stay, which was exciting. I feel like some, you know, it's like, oh, do I go in? Do I not go in? (laughs) And then you get there and they turn you away. That's like, yes, that would be terrible. (laughs) Yes. And I was GBS positive. So I knew I needed antibiotics and I knew um, that that was going to be part of my stay. So I didn't want to wait too long either. Right. That that was going to be, you had to get those rounds in first. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I got the antibiotics. I labored, um, until it was around like 10:30 I had a recheck me and I was a 6 okay. and I had like back pain through most of my labor I tried to go natural um but my contractions were like over a minute long every oh. like more every 2 to 3 minutes so it was just like no break yeah so okay right there I want to stop because one of the things my goal with this podcast too is to bring awareness to like everybody has their own birth story, right? So right there, I love that you said, like, I tried to go natural, but like, was that like a big emotion for you? Like, I'm assuming that you got an epidural. Was that, or were you just like, this is what I got to do. This is part of my story. Like, so I knew I wanted to go natural and I, um, 
kind of, I read different things about it, had looked into different things. Um, I would totally try to do it again, to be honest. Like I would go into my next labor and totally pursue going natural again. I think it's good to feel your labor. And also yeah. um, I never ended up needing Pitocin because my labor just continued because I had started it, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so, um, but I just realized that, you know, when she told me I was a six, I knew it was my first pregnancy. I knew I was going to be laboring for a lot longer, probably. Yeah. 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 And I knew that like, and then I'd have to push out a baby. Right. Yeah. You have to labor. <laughs> exactly. Run a marathon first and then run the marathon. <laughs> exactly. So I, you know, my husband was very supportive. He was just like, you can do it. You can do it. Let's just yeah. do a couple more contractions. And I was like, you know, I think that I just need to relax. Like, yeah. 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 Oh, I love hearing that, that you were just yeah. like, nope, this is what I need to do. Cause I feel yeah. like so many times we get so caught up in like natural versus Medicaid. Like, you know, I hate those terms. I hate that yeah. because no, what, no way is better than the other, you know? Oh, for sure. And yeah. I like, and when you hear the end of my story, you're going to be like, oh, you're so happy that I had an epidural. So <laughs> okay, keep going. Yeah. So anyways, I got my epidural around midnight, got checked. I was an eight. Um, she broke my water at one and I was a, I was a nine and she broke my water at one. And then I just, um, labored down. So she just had me relax. Um, and she told me like, if I was feeling a lot of pressure to call her in. Um, so she came in at three, oh my God, three, three 15. And I was a 10 and like, my baby was like there. So I only pushed for 15 minutes. Like, yeah, he just came right out, which was awesome. Like yeah. I was, I was like, wow, okay. that. yeah, <laughs> which is like just crazy. Yeah. Um, and so then they turned my epidural off and actually, um, after I delivered an hour later, um, I was feeling a lot of pressure. Um, so they were like, oh, do you, like, are you thinking Tylenol? And I was like, yeah, I'm thinking Tylenol or something. Like, just feel a lot of pressure. And she's like, that's kind of weird. You shouldn't feel that much pain right now. Yeah. So I ended up having a hematoma. Oh my um, but my epidural had worn off. So um, they tried to um, evacuate it at the bedside. It was extremely uncomfortable. Um, but um, I just continued to have a ton, a ton of pressure. Um, so I ended up going to the OR, um, but because I had my epidural still in place, they were able to bolus my epidural and I didn't have to go under general. Um, so in hindsight, I was extremely happy to have my epidural then. So, um, wow. God. yes, <laughs> a lot of, a um, lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was, um, an experience, but, yeah. um, everything turned out great. I went home from the hospital. Um, I delivered him at, um, three 56 in the morning and the next, the following morning I went home. So a little over 24 hours later, yeah. I was out the door. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. And isn't it funny? Like, it's not, I don't know if funny is the word, but like, don't you feel like sometimes things happen to you? Like God has things happen to you so that yeah. you can be a voice for other people. Like you work in that environment and you can reason and feel and, you know, mm -hmm. be there for all those moms who maybe that wasn't their plan and they're having yeah. an emotion about it, you know? Yeah. 
it's for sure because I feel like everyone I mean even if you say I didn't make a birth plan or I didn't you know make like write down the list of 10 things I want during my birth everyone has kind of a plan in the back of their head of what they want to do um and different things and I would say that a lot of the times it doesn't go as you planned and that's okay and that it's like supposed to happen however it happens right Right. I think my, with my second, I think it was the closest to how I wanted it. Yeah. But otherwise, with awesome. my third, it was like timing and all that was not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's okay. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I don't even like sharing. Sometimes I don't even like sharing my birth story because mm-hmm. I feel like it was so just like pretty much like by the book and yeah. exactly what I wanted, like as far as labor and delivery. Because mm-hmm. then other people are like, gosh, I want that. But it's like, you want what, you want your story, you know? Exactly. And I feel like, even like for you, like being in the NICU, like it's nobody's part, nobody wants it to be part of their story that they're in the NICU. No. But, but that's the reality. And I am so thankful for all of you nurses at Maple Grove. And I mean, I was really looking forward to seeing you there, but yeah, I know I left on Friday when you came in and I was like, thank God I didn't see her though, because we were home. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But, um, okay. Any other piece of advice that you want to offer new moms or just like anything about birth or Nick, you stay or anything? No, I would just say like, just like embrace everything and you know realize that nothing's gonna go as I mean even like breastfeeding all of that everyone has a plan for every part of it but your journey is your journey and just enjoy every aspect of it because they grow so fast and everything goes by so fast and you completely forget like half the stories um, and experiences so just enjoy what happens and go with it I love that that's perfect Okay, thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah. Thankfully, Bowden didn't freak out this time. <laughs> I know, he is just such a cute little guy. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Motherhood Weekly. We have new episodes out every Friday at 9 a.m., so tune in.